Now, you might not believe this, but the career path of almost every super successful individual included having a job just like the one you have now. You're either going to or coming from work, so we might as well talk about it today on Your Way to Work. And now, your host, Ricardo Witte. Hello, everyone. You're listening to On Your Way to Work, the show that talks not to employers, not to business owners, and not to managers, but to you, the worker on the workplace floor. My name is Christian Witted, and I'm here today with our host, Rick Witted. How you doing, Rick? Doing good, Kristen. Uh, how's the week been so far? It's been going pretty well. Good. Good to hear. So what are we talking about today with the listeners? Recently, I came across an article on the aptly named website, Fabulously Broke. <laughs> That's interesting. Entitled Hardly Working. And it talks about the average time wasted by employees on the job. For example, one statistic they had in here is that most human resources departments assume that 0.94 hours, so about an hour, is wasted per day. Interesting. They suspect that a little over one and a half hours, 1.6 hours, are wasted per day. Employees admit that they waste three hours per eight-hour workday. Wow. Okay, so hold on. Let me make sure I got that right. Because I was thinking that the first two you quoted seemed a little light. So... HR assumes a little bit under an hour is wasted. They suspect a little bit over an hour and a half is wasted. But employees actually admit when HR and the boss is not listening that they actually waste about three hours a day. Yes, on average. Wow. Interesting. So do do they cite what they uh, think is causing the waste uh, of those hours? Yes, they do. The distractions are actually ranked uh, one to four. The first is web surfing at 44%. Wow. The second is socializing with coworkers at 23.4%. The third is spacing out, I guess daydreaming at 3.9%. And finally, 1.3% of people admit that they apply for other jobs while on the job. Interesting. So, Rick, based on your experience, what are your thoughts here? I mean, do employees really waste three hours every day? You know, Krishna, I, sadly, this is probably um, accurate. Uh, when I think about um, my time in the workplace, I, I have not talked with many folks um, in any type of workplace setting. And, and to be honest, full disclosure here, uh, myself, you know, at times, the biggest challenge that most people give when they talk about wanting to improve something in the workplace is time management. And if you don't manage your time, then the clock will just eat away in unproductive areas more than you realize. And so, yeah, this doesn't surprise me that 44% of uh, people cite 
web surfing as a uh, distraction. And I think this article was done in, you know, maybe three years ago, 2011, 2012, actually 2011. So more than four years ago. I would tell you that that stat has probably increased tremendously. We'll have to try to look around, see if we can find some more updated stats here. Of course, of course. Here's why that is. So a lot of workplaces around the globe here, I, I, I usually speak from the perspective of the United States, but around the globe, right? A lot of workplaces now, the day-to-day functions are integrated into computer systems. And so people find themselves spending quite a bit of time staring into the screen. And it doesn't have to be, you know, video games or solitaire or Facebook and social media, Twitter, which I'll get into in a minute. But it it could be simply the company's email system. I mean, an email could be coming at you in the middle of something you're doing or if your company has instant messaging that alone can eat up your time like crazy. And before you know it, when you're trying to get a job done at nine o'clock, you're trying to complete a task that should take you nine to 10 o'clock. But by the time you finish the interrupted emails and or the instant message or someone pinging you in the middle of the day, it's going on 1130 and you still haven't finished you know, the task you were working on. So absolutely, it is, I I completely believe that time management is really what we're talking about here. And so I could easily see three hours getting swallowed in a day. Doesn't matter what that is, by the way, whether it's productive things or non-productive things, whether they're, you know, personal things or urgent fires that come up throughout the day. If you don't manage your time well, you will waste time. You know, Rick, you didn't cite distractions like playing video games while you're working or checking your Facebook while you're working. You cited a lot of work-related distractions as one of the large reasons for that wasted three hours during the day. Can you can you speak a little bit more to that? Yeah. yeah. So and so, by the way, the, the points in this article, I, I think, are spot on. But these are all symptoms of a larger issue. The, the issue here is having discipline to managing your time. Right. Uh, so let me give you an example of that. In my day, if I don't have my time accounted for, Literally, if I don't schedule the time in in my day, I will waste time. And that may not be because I'm on Facebook or Twitter, but it might just be because I'm interrupted by emails. I have the kind of job where anybody could be reaching out to me at any point in the day. I also have the kind of job where anyone could look up my calendar and book an appointment because my calendar's pretty open for all to see where I have what I call white space, where I have openings. So my admin has to literally set blocks where I have 30 minutes of breather, right? In the mornings, in the evenings. And she literally blocks me out an hour of time to go eat. So my day can be 
crazy. And it usually is every day. So if I don't manage that time effectively, so if if my admin doesn't build in half an hour in the morning, half an hour in the evening, and, and an hour for lunch somewhere throughout my day, which for me can be nine, 10, sometimes 11 hours. If, if she doesn't do that, then I, I'm telling you, I, I probably will miss that, right? And so this also applies to when I have to get something done. So for example, I, you know, I go in the work on a Monday and I know that I've got some things that I've got to get taken care of and get wrapped up. It's paperwork. So if you look on my calendar, I have already scheduled those things in. I broke out an hour, you know, late morning, and I broke out an hour, let's say afternoon, I think it's about one to two. So I built in those two hours because there are some paperwork related type items that I have got to get done. But if I don't schedule them in, I will I will struggle on getting those things accomplished. And that's related to the same problem that this infograph is talking about. The idea that a person is wasting time, whether they're surfing the net, socializing with coworkers, spacing out, or applying for other jobs, they're doing that because they, they are not self-regulating their calendar throughout the day. And that takes discipline. And so these things that are cited here in the infograph are happening because people are not disciplined with their schedule. They're not disciplined with their calendar. So that's what I, that's what I mean by that. So building off of that, self-regulating your calendar and disciplining yourself, how do you go about taking on those work-related distractions in that way? Because you might have to answer that email when it comes to you or the instant message that comes to you. How do you manage those distractions that seem to come out of nowhere while you're trying to do your job? Yeah, so that that's that's a good point. Uh, so you have to know when there is smoke, when there is fire, and when it's just an illusion. If you don't know the difference, um, you will not get anything done at work. So let me tell you what I'm talking about. So it is a fire. Something is urgent, has to be taken care of now. Blood is being spilt on the floor. You got to get it done. And there are things that happen throughout a day where you just have to do that. There could be something that occurs where everything needs to stop and you need to take care of that. But I would tell you that is, that is not often. That is not frequently. If it is, something is wrong somewhere. And, and the challenge is, and if you think it is, it's likely that you think it is because you don't know the difference. Now, now there is something that happens much more often, and this is what I call the smoke. This is not the fire. This is the smoke. The smoke is, it's urgent, but not necessary. It's something that, it's urgent, but you don't have to get it done right now. You can schedule it in and get it done. This is not the, your boss is calling you and saying, hey, Rick, I need you to stop everything. I need you to turn your attention on this and get this done. And the other thing that you were working on for me, that's not something I need you to worry about. Just let that go by the wayside right now and, and focus on this. That's, that's, that is fire. 
right? That is, I've got to stop everything. I've got to do this right now. That doesn't happen a lot. Your boss doesn't always say, I need you to stop everything and just do this. When you say, hey, boss, but you needed me to do A, B, and C over here. Are you telling me you want me to stop A, B, and C today and not do that and focus on X, Y, Z that's on fire? Most of the times your boss would hear that and go, okay, well, you know, what time can you get to it? Or you follow what I'm saying? But what most people hear when something lands on their desk, when that email comes across that that um, sounds urgent, but it's only smoke. That means it's not burning yet. It's not something that you've got to stop all the presses and change the direction of all of your hose on that object, right? It, it, it's not always necessary. And you've got to know the difference between smoke and fire. You've got to know when there's something that's important, but it's it doesn't have to get done today. It doesn't have to get done right now. So the, the question someone might be asking is, okay, so then what do I do when that happens? Okay, if it is important, but not urgent, if it's not on fire, but it's important, there's smoke, then you need to pause for a quick second, look for white space in your calendar today or tomorrow and get it done then. That's how you handle smoke. And most people don't know the difference. And so that's how you can really struggle with managing your your calendar. Now, I'll tell you, Christian, there's one other very simple behavior that you can build in that can help you with that. This is something that I learned while writing Outgrow Your Space at Work. You have to shut down all of the whistles and bells and contraptions on your computer. You got to shut them down. If you've built in an hour from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. to get a task done, shut the email down and turn the, uh, the audio alerts off. Cut your cell phone off or put it on do not disturb. Take, put your, turn the volume down on your office phone and spend that hour getting it done. Here's what will happen. When that hour is done, and you check your email, if there is a, a, a voicemail or an email or an instant message out there for you, guess what? Now you've completed your task and you can focus on that and get, get it done. But, but Kristen, that takes a ton of discipline to do. And I'm just concerned that with uh, our workplaces being so integrated with computers and the internet, that that's becoming more and more of a challenge. So if I were to summarize what you just said, it would basically boil down to, one, build in barriers, and two, prioritize your schedule, prioritize the things you have to do. It boils down to those two simple. Yeah, I think that's a good way to say it. You, you have to build in barriers. If you don't build in barriers, the email will interrupt you. If you don't build in barriers, the instant message will interrupt you. The Facebook will interrupt you. All of those things, the phone's going to ring. You're, you're going to hear a beep on the cell phone or that, that little red dot that says, touch me, touch me, touch me now and see what's behind me on your cell phone. That thing is going to distract you. So you have to build in barriers 
when there are things you need to get done. I think that's a great way to say it. And and then, yeah, you, you've got to prioritize your calendar. But again, you know, both of those things require a lot of self-discipline. Let's go back to those four original distractions. Web surfing, number one. Socializing with coworkers, number two. Three, spacing out. And four, <laughs> applying for other jobs. The, the whole spacing out, that that's, wow, interesting. So, uh, so I think we kind of talked about the the forty four percent in web surfing. So so if you don't build in those barriers, you're gonna leak yourself to Twitter or Facebook or Pinterest or you know Instagram, whatever is your social media vice of choice. Pick your poison. Yeah, you're you're gonna you're gonna leak to those things if you don't have barriers built in. And and I would say probably for the younger generation, um, that is um, a, a, a definitely a, a challenge uh, because um, that generation is just so integrated, right, with, uh, with technology. I mean, they, they grow up in and are a part, their life experience is a part of technology. I couldn't say that uh, better than that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think the 44% is going to be accurate. Uh, I believe it's more than that, as I think. that The second one there, which during the time this was written, 23.4% socializing with coworkers. Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of that too. Uh, you know what happens when you spend a lot of time in the workplace? You know, you become family. I mean, you spend more time there than you do with your own family through the week, statistically, you spend uh, almost nine hours at work every day or work-related activity, which is over half of your awake hours in a day. And so your family, and, and you spend seven uh, hours uh, sleeping. So your family gets what's left. So what naturally happens in the workplace is you build these relationships and sometimes socializing, which I think can lead to productivity if done right and if managed well, but uh, particularly in, in environments where it's not micromanaged right to the second, this can be a big one, socializing with coworkers. And you just have to be careful. I mean, you get paid to do a job. You can't be in a group hanging out, you know, at the end of the day. The spacing out here, it looks like that's about 4% of the folks. So let me be honest. I'd love to say I have no idea, right? But <laughs> there are times I have been at work and there was a moment, right, just throughout my career, probably less now because my calendar is just packed. But I can remember there were times where you know, it wasn't long periods of times, but, you know, I, I may have just needed to veg for a second because I was going all out and above. And, I, and maybe I spaced out. I don't know. Maybe I'm being being uh, too honest here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I I could see that. I mean, I could see that in my personal... Heck, I can see that when I'm driving a car. I look up three minutes later and I'm trying to figure out how did I get from where I just... what I just saw three minutes ago <laughs> to where I'm at now. And I, I think our mind runs so much, it's so easy to just find ourselves somewhere else. Um, looks like that's a small percentage. Thank God I'd be concerned <laughs> for everyone if we is. were spacing out for 25% of the time or something. <laughs> and then applying for other jobs, I think I think that's a reality too. A lot of people are surfing the net for jobs. When I look at these, 
I, I come up with the conclusion that that people uh, who find themselves in any of these areas, and I think we all have will or do, right, in some way, I think we've got to step back and, and realize that there's a cost, right? I mean, just to be honest, right, when someone is paying us to do a job, whether we think whether we think we're paid enough or not, a person of integrity does the job that they know someone is paying them for in the time they're being paid to do it. And not to do that is a theft of time. And we don't want to look at it that way because some of us may think we're not getting paid enough. But it's a theft of time. So let me give you an example in the same article, which I think is awesome. 18 hours a week surfing the Internet during the work hours equals $759 billion of total salary cost for employers. That's $50 billion more than the entire 2011 U.S. defense budget. Think about that. So to find yourself doing something that is non-work related during work hours, to find yourself doing something personal during work hours that does not benefit or lead to the furtherance of a workplace objective or goal is a theft of some sort. And I think we have to look at it that way. And if we don't look at it that way, we will find ourselves really being thieves um, to the person who is paying us to do a specific task in that hour. I know that sounds drastic and you may think you deserve it and you may think you know, you're worth it and, or whatever. It doesn't matter what you think. Um, even if you really, really wanted the candy or you thought you deserved the candy, if you picked up the candy and walked out the store with it without paying for it, you just stole. And if in your eight hours, seven hours, 10 hours, 12 hours a day job, whatever it is, if in that time, you decide that you are not going to do something that you're being paid in that specific time to do, then I can tell you, you're, 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 you're stealing. It's a theft of time, but you're definitely stealing. At the bottom of the article, they also cite three main reasons why employees waste, or as per your analogy, steal time from their employers. The Largest of these is lack of work, interestingly enough. 33.2% say that. So that, it, that that means they don't have enough to do? They don't have enough to do, or perhaps they finished their tasks for the day, I, I would assume so. Yeah, interesting. I, I bet their managers would probably disagree. <laughs> <laughs> to their, uh, yes. Um, the second largest would be 23.4% who feel underpaid. Mm-hmm. And they the last. chip on their shoulder. Yeah. And the last 14.7% say that they are simply distracted by coworkers. Yeah. So let, let me try to take these in themes. I know, I'm sure we're about running out of time here. So lack of work, like I said, I think their manager would probably disagree with that. That is clearly uh, someone who is not proactively managing their calendar. Um, and if you're running out of work to do, you may not feel challenged. Um, that, that could be the case. You, you may need to do more, but, and here's a, I'll just give you this cause we don't have a lot of time. I know, but 
If you want a bigger job, make your current job bigger. You know, people are, I always say this on the show, people are, companies are looking for people who can do it faster, better, cheaper, right? And if you got that much extra time, figure out how to do it better. Figure out how to, you know, do it in such a way that it becomes an art form. And so I I think if people are saying, uh, I don't have enough work to do and that's why I'm surfing, like, come on, right? Own it. Figure out, go to your boss and say, hey, I'm done. Is there anything else I can do? That's a person who I be, I'll believe this, that they say they don't have enough work to do, right? Because these people are going to go to their boss. But if you go, ah, I've done it. I'm, I'm good. I've gotten this done. So, okay, let me steal some time. You're still stealing, right? The second one there, they feel underpaid. So, like, are you Robin Hood now? So <laughs> you, you feel like... Well, you're not paying me enough, uh, so I'm going to steal from you, you know, um, this time back because I'm not getting paid enough for the time I'm giving you. Or or I said another way, you pay me, let's just take a random number, $10 an hour, but I should be making $15 an hour. So I'm going to give you five hours of work. And I'm going to steal back that extra five you should have given me anyway. It just doesn't make sense. You're stealing. You're stealing. And the 14.7% that are distracted by coworkers, you are not on your own time. Focus, pay attention, and get your work done. I don't know any other way to say it. Uh, Listen, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the reasons are. If if you are being paid to do a job in a set hours of day, if you take any of those hours and use them for your own benefit, it is a theft. It's a theft. I, I, I don't know any other way to say it. I know that doesn't sound nice and it doesn't go down easy, but it's a theft. And uh, you should do the job you're paid to do. If you run out of time, go ask what else can you do because you've gotten that done. You do that enough, you'll make your current job bigger and you'll get a bigger job. And as you said before, to safeguard against that, build in those barriers and learn to prioritize and discipline yourself. Absolutely. It might not be immediately, but as you work that in over time, eventually you get to a place of efficiency. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great, great topic, Christian. I'm glad you brought this one up. Hey, if I could just give the listeners a quick update. Uh, I am so excited to say that Outgrow Your Space at Work, How to Thrive at Work and Build a Successful Career is out for pre-order. Go to Amazon.com today and you can pre-order that book. I know my listeners for the past two years almost now have been hearing me talk quite a bit about this. So uh, very exciting. The cover's out there. You'll get a chance to take a peek at that. And uh, you'll also get uh, a really nice excerpt of what uh, what the book is about. So if you've been listening to this show for any, any time over the past uh, couple of years, then you probably uh, already have at least a decent idea. But go check it out. I'm excited. Outgrow your space at work, uh, Amazon.com. And with that, we'll wrap up the show. As Rick said, check out on Amazon.com the book, Outgrow Your Space at Work, and pre-order it today at a discounted price. As always, you can check us out at Facebook.com slash RAWitted or tweet us at RAWitted. And hey, this week, let us know what distracts you. Hashtag distractions at work. Thank you for tuning in and have a blessed week.